Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better organist. We're your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Usham Motuzaita Pinkavichina. We have over 25 years of experience of playing the organ. And we've been teaching thousands of organists online from 89 countries since 2011. So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today. We hope you'll enjoy it. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 624 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Diana, who transcribes um, fingering and pedaling from our videos. And um, she, she writes that sometimes... I read a treble clef like a bass clef. I don't know if it's a common problem or not, Osha. Well, actually, it's a very uncommon problem. The problem usually is that people read bass clef as treble clef, but not otherwise. So I really don't know what to say and how to help. Yeah, because if you... If you start uh, your musical training with the bass clefs, so it becomes your native clef. So you learn it first, and then every other clef becomes uh, like an addition to that. So you then judge, let's say, treble clef by, by the notes of the bass clef. Well, do you know many musicians who start their musical training with bass clef because I personally don't exactly that's what I meant you know common experience is starting from the treble clef nowadays maybe she means that she is mixing up treble clef with bass clef um, but the other way around could be Yes, that would be a very common problem for people, but I would see that, you know, the more you play in different clefs, the easier it gets, because usually this problem is for beginners only. Do you mix clefs with this? Yes, I mix them all the time, but intentionally, because I know 10 clefs. There are uh, five uh, five uh, C clefs on every line which uh, uh, which indicate treble C there are two F clefs uh, like a bass clef uh, and uh, the baritone clef they are they indicate uh, note F tenor F and there are uh, three or two, uh, two uh, G clefs, so descant and um, the treble clef. And I probably should mention that there is another one, one extra um, F clef, two basso profondo, right, Usha? Yes. And are you comfortable with all of those clefs? No, I don't use them every day, but probably the four of them are most common. Treble clef, bass clef, 
den altoclef and the tenorclef. Uh, but uh, I also use very often sopranoclef. What about you? Well, actually, I use four of C clefs very often. So soprano, mezzo soprano, alto, and tenor, but not so often the baritone. And of course, the treble and bass clefs. I don't use like this kind of clef or, you know, another F clef. You teach um, students at school about those clefs, right? Yes. What do they say when you teach them? We hate them. Why? And they hate me. Why do we need them, right? Yes. Actually, not really, because, <laughs> you know, among my students, there are uh, some who use C-clefs in their daily life, because we play alto or cello and, like, trombone. So we sort of used to other clefs as well. Um, but I mean, uh, when you explain why do they need them, what do you say? Well, I explain you know, how the tradition of writing music was, that you know, paper was very expensive and you know, the use of these clefs they allow us to omit Ledger lines. Yes, ledger lines. So, and, and in that case, you save space, you save paper. Mm. Plus, it was tradition, you know, that each voice has its own clef. It was really comfortable. And I give them as example, for example, Mozart's Requiem. Lacrimosa? Yes, because it's in the textbook, but I guess no other parts of uh, and movements of Requiem are written in the same manner. Mm -hmm. uh, to me, there is another benefit of using clefs that um, changing clefs and uh, and using them in 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 my daily training. Because uh, if you have a theme written, let's say in in the treble clef, the theme of musical idea, let's say four measures long or two measures long, whatever your theme is. Right, or even entire chorale or a hymn written in, in the treble clef, and you want to improvise on that theme. Uh, one, of the, one of the techniques that makes uh, your improvisation more colorful and interesting is to transpose this theme into other keys, not to play in one key which, which is okay for a short period of time but to change to the dominant key to this you know relative key uh, to the subdominant key to the relative of the dominant relative of the subdominant those closely related keys let's say and one of the ways to easily do this is by changing the clef you read the notes as they are on the stave but in your mind you change the clef and therefore uh, you read different notes you dif you transpose them to different keys adding different accidentals of course but that way you really need to be closely familiar with these keys of course and clefs of course 
Because what I do when I have to read, let's say, from vesiklevs, I just transpose by a given interval. And I'm very good at doing that. Do you think it's possible? It's also one of the right ways to do it? Well, yes, it's it's not difficult if you transposing just major or minor second, up or down. Um, but other than that, you need to you need to then switch something in your head, right? So either you switch the the clef or you switch the no position of the notes on the stave. You can choose whichever feels more natural in and in this particular situation. You know, for me, for example, it's very easy when I have to transpose things a second or a third below from the given melody. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you know, in order to use all these, you know, C clefs, I'll just have to switch in my head uh, between treble and bass clef. And I can do that very easily then. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, so I have this training, Transposition for Organists, level one, which um, teaches you to transpose four-part hymns at sight fluently. And the goal of this course is to help um, people perfect their hymn transposition skills so that they would be able to transpose any four-part hymn at sight, fluently and without mistakes, by the intervals of the half step and the whole step, up and down. So this, this is the first step, the first level. Then the second level would be uh, probably wider intervals, like a major or minor third, up and down. And then a perfect fourth, you know, up and down, a fifth, and so forth. Well, but, you know, in a practical way, I, I wouldn't say that you need, you know, to go to a wider intervals because you really, really will encounter, you know, a case that you have to transpose so far away. Yeah, the widest interval that is probably practical, I would say, is perfect fourth up. Well, I would, down. I would, you know, go to a major third probably. But you know, if you want to transpose C from C major to G major, what do you do then? Right. Well, yes. If from the tonic to the dominant. But uh, let's say we are talking now about hymn transposition and all the vocal music, including hymns, are related to a human voice, you know, to a diapason of human voice. And I don't think, you know, any of us have such a wide range in our diapason. So I don't think you need to transpose in a, such a wide intervals. No, but if your goal is to learn to improvise, transposition is one of those steps. Well, yes. Trust me. I know. Anyway, I don't have any trouble to transposing anything to any key, so I don't think it's really, you know, for 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 me, your teaching. No, I will... I could teach you. Yes. Uh, which intervals would you teach me? Perfect octave. Perfect octave. <laughs> That's the easiest transposition. <laughs> yeah, but people who uh, who need to, you know, f perfect their 
let's say transposition skills would find this course really helpful is there this course is not written of course in different clefs it's in treble clef or not wait let, let me see let me think oh yeah actually i'm looking at the at the picture of the course and yes we have alto clef yes we have transposition by the clef so so it applies to to those people who want to read clefs too. Well, because what I'm thinking that if you are transposing only by second or a third, then it's you know you could think about a given interval, and which direction you are transposing by second or by a third. But if you need to transpose by a wider interval, then probably you need to imagine different clef. It's easier that way. Yes. And uh, the wider the interval, the more difficult it becomes. Um, so level one is just uh, major and minor seconds. So I suggest people start from th from there uh, and see how it goes for 12 weeks in a row. That's the length of the course. Well, another way would be, you know, if you imagine all the music in the skill degrees, then you could use that skill to transpose, and I don't think then the white interval would be a problem. Yes, but then th th this music needs to stay in one key, like a hymn. But in hymns, sometimes we have... Uh, also temporary excursions to different keys like the dominant or to the relative key as well uh, so in that in that instance you in your mind you have to switch to another key and then to another scale degree that's complicated a little bit isn't that self-explanatory uh, maybe but we have to explain everything nonetheless <laughs> Right. If, well, if you are smart enough to understand that the key is changing in a concrete spot, so I don't think it would be a trouble for you to switch to a, another key skill degrees. You you haven't forgotten uh, how you first learned, let's say, about those clefs and transposition. 20 years ago or more it's really yes it was a very long time yeah. ago so i think people start really from scratch and they they need to do ba the basic stuff probably 30 years ago could be we're very old so guys uh, check it out this course transposition for organist level one and um and spend some time with those clefs and and uh, see if that helps you internalize them and and uh, my experience tells me that you need one month for one clef to perfect it well <laughs> for some people it's trouble to play in treble and bass clef enough and we struggle for many years and still cannot do that I mean one month uh, uh, seven days per week, eight days, eight hours per day, you know. <laughs> like a full-time job, yes? Yes, for one month. Okay.
<laughs> All right, guys, please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This podcast is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online. It has hundreds of courses, coaching, and practice materials for every area of organ playing, thousands of instructional videos and PDFs. You will not find more value anywhere else online. Total Organist helps you to master any piece, perfect your technique, develop your sight reading skills, and improvise or compose your own music and much, much more. Sign up and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on Total Organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. If you like our organ music, you can also support us on Patreon and get free CDs. Find out more at patreon.com slash secrets of organ playing.